This episode is brought to you by Buffy. You can check out their latest product, The Breeze, a comforter made entirely from 100% eucalyptus fiber to regulate temperature, keep you cool and comfortable all night long. For $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter the code MOOD. Ooh, speaking of mood, welcome back to Big Mood. Hi to Big Mood. We are here, all of us are here. Yep. We got the whole gang. Um, sometimes some of us are missing, but uh, do you want to go down the line for those people that don't see the video? They're just listening on audio. This is Nikki. This is Jess. This is your boy, Bose. This is Tiff. This is Gina. Totally normal. Gina is so normal. For those of you not watching the video, she's Completely. not a creeper at all. She's very, very normal. I'm enjoying normal. it. I, I'm not complaining. I like this. this is Gina the molester. You like being stroked? Mm-hmm. I sure do. Jesus. Wait, this is not a sex episode. Yeah. This is not a sex episode. This is not a sex episode. We're talking about our daddies, right? Yeah. Cover up, Jess. Your biological fathers. Yes. Not not your daddy daddies. No, not your daddies. (laughs) The wrong memo. Um, Yeah. Gina, um, picture your papa. Oh, Papa. <laughs> Innocence. Yeah, put your boobs away. <laughs> Purity. Innocence. Imagine your father in a photo frame in a hallway. And what do you think about him? I actually have a picture of my dad framed in my bedroom. How like, cute. It's right next Aww. to my door. Your dad watches you fuck. That's weird. Whoa. Just kidding. <laughs> kind, of, kind of is. You need to move that photo out of your bedroom. I, I flip it. Yeah, don't, look walk out. Out. don't look daddy. Don't look daddy. Yeah. Don't look or he has daddy. his own like, little blindfold. And then, and then your boyfriend's like, don't look at what? <laughs> Shh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, no. so uh, recently um, everybody knows that uh, RIP Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. we lost a good one. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, after his passing, it it came out that he had a lot of stories of being a proud girl dad. And so people that had had exchanges with Kobe uh, were recalling their memories of just how proud he was to be a girl dad and how he just wanted more and more and more girls. And uh, I, th- I guess that took a lot of people by surprise because most dads, especially if you're an athlete, mm-hmm. they tend to want boys and they want like to raise their athlete boys. And so it was just really cool that Kobe really loved having daughters. Yeah, he had four. Four yeah. daughters. Yeah. And he wanted like five more. more. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, you're all going into the WNBA. You're all going to be like me. You're all going to kill it. No, Everyone's that was the cool sports. thing about him though. He didn't even trip about like pushing basketball on any of his daughters. That's why when Gigi really loved it, it was like, oh, yay, I get to pass on like the basketball knowledge to one of my daughters. Yeah. It was just really sweet. And so I guess that just reminded us of like, our relationships with our own fathers because mm-hmm. we all obviously have girl dads mm-hmm. and how different it was like amongst all of us. So, um, yeah, Gina was talking a little bit about how she has a picture of her dad in her bedroom. I don't think I have a picture of my dad at all in my house. <laughs> yeah. yes, some of us have a very, very different relationships with our fathers, but we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm I'm like the quintessential daddy's girl. Yeah. And I always will be. I'll be like 60 years old and I'll be like, Daddy, can I have cookie? That they can have cookie. He like doesn't know you have an American accent at all. <laughs> what? So the weird the funny thing about my dad, um, so the, the reason why we're so close is because I never grew up with him. 
I've never lived with my dad. Um, th- the most time I've spent with him consecutively was probably like six months. And then he had to move away to another state. So um, being away from him made me like in my 20s when I started making more money and like I can fly and go see my dad. And like when you're not like a shithead little kid anymore, I'm like, oh, man, I miss my dad. I want a relationship with him. So it was always like, hey, how are you? But then now uh, when I started making money, I'm like, OK, dad, I'm going to come visit you. So now I spend um, Christmas with him, uh, Father's Day, my birthday with him and then his birthday, too. And then, uh, so the fact that I'm so, uh, like, far away from him all the time makes me more, like, hyper aware of, like, all right, I need to spend more time. And I have this rule that um, if my dad ever crosses my mind or even just a dad comes up in conversation, I have to message him right away and tell him I love Why him. Why are you not on your phone? I know, oh. Because it's unprofessional because I really want to do it <laughs> right kidding. now. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, cute. Um, so, like, we don't, like, message all day back and forth, but if you look at our messages, it's like, hey, I love you. I love you, too. Hey, I love you. I love you, too. Aww. It's really cute. And Just then, like, constant some- reminders. Yeah. And then sometimes he'll, he'll do it first, and I'm like, oh, Dad, thanks. And we type in Vietnamese. It's really cute. Aww. Dude, you even have um a tattoo, like a matching tattoo with your dad. Yeah, that David ruined you, little mark-ass bitch. I fucking hate you so much. <laughs> what? So, <clears throat> a few years ago, I flew my dad in, and my dad's a huge Niners fan, Nikki. Uh. <clears throat> who's going to the Super Bowl by the way I hope they lose now and by the time this episode comes out people will know they'll know they'll know <laughs> at least we made it oh, <laughs> oh do not start fighting right now Super Bowl Jesus. loser not over the sports ball sports ball go Chiefs <laughs> which is funny because half my family is the Chiefs uh, Chiefs fans good so we're not having a Super Bowl party for the sake of the oh, family no. why well, everyone could just wear red and nobody would know which one's which <laughs> so a few years ago I flew my dad into San Francisco with me and I got Colin Kaepernick's uh, tattoo artist to do our matching tattoos. So in Vietnamese, I have father in the back of my neck and my dad has child in his arm. So father is ba and (laughs) child is con, C-O-N. And then I posted a picture, and David's like, does that say bacon? Oh, no. <laughs> you little bitch, I fucking... Oh and then everyone God. afterwards was like, ah, bacon! <laughs> <laughs> so we got matching tattoos, and then um, I have, like, a tattoo on my side also. It's uh, it's a song lyric to a song that he used to sing to me when I was a kid, and Aww. it's in his handwriting. He has amazing calligraphy, Aww. and it's in red, his favorite color. Aww. That shit hurt. Damn. That shit hurt. That shit hurt. That is so sweet. <laughs> I'm a huge daddy. I wonder if it is because, like, um, yeah, you didn't get to see each other a lot during childhood and stuff. Because I feel like I have such a better relationship with my dad now after not living with him. Because when we lived together, it was like war. We are too much alike, and everyone would always be like, you're just like your dad, which pissed me off more, (laughs) because I thought he was insane, Mm -hmm. and uh, and we would always butt heads, and because he, you know, paid all the bills, and he's the elder, and, you know, he'd always... patriarch. I wasn't allowed to argue or, like, say my piece, and, you know, like, I need to say my piece. If I have something to say, I'm pretty outspoken, so is he, but because I was the child, it was always like... Don't talk back. Shut up. Yeah. Don't say anything. And then if I cried because like out of frustration because I couldn't say anything, he'd be like, no crying. And then he'd yell at me for crying. And then it was just like I just hated living with him. And uh, we went like a whole year in my teenage years without even talking. Like we just pass each other in the kitchen and like not talk. But then when I moved out, I was 21 when I moved out. 
I feel like his soft side came out. Like I finally got to see like what my mom had been talking about all those years because I was always like, "What soft side is she talking about?" She'd be like, "He's such a baby in the inside,、Aww. and he loves you so much, and he'd brag about he brags about you to his work friends, and like、Aww. in his office he had a bunch of pictures of me like at work,、wow. but I'm not in his work. Like I never see those pictures. He never tells me those things. But like when I moved out of the house, he started telling me those things more and. Uh, I remember just always just feeling not good enough for him, and feeling like you know he was never proud of me、uh, because he has a really high standard, and so therefore I had a really high standard because I felt like I could never meet this impossible standard. But then、um, when I was 26, so five years out of the house, we were in New York for a premiere of something that I was in, and he right before going on like the red carpet, he was like, "I'm really proud of you," and I was like, "That's the first time." I had planned that moment in my head so many times. Like, if he ever said it to me, like actually said it out loud, like I would just start bawling. I would hug him and be like, "I've been wanting you to say that." But because it was right before the motherfucking、Uh-oh. red carpet, I had to be like, "Oh, <laughs> what you say?" And he goes, <laughs> "What you say?" <laughs> he goes, "I know you don't need to hear it. You know,、oh, your brother、no. needs to hear it all the time, and that's why I tell him that、oh, all the time." You're like me, and we don't need people to tell us that. We just like to get our shit done and go. And、that's、I'm like, not true. I really needed to hear that. That's cute though, because he felt like you were so much like him and so kind、yeah. of close to him that he didn't have to. So、yeah. it's still kind of sweet, even、it、though you needed it. Communication would have been really key. Yeah, like y'all could be very similar, but at the end of the day, like we are women, we need a little, we need a little pat on the back every yeah. now. And then. Yeah, and also just like if you had had that conversation with me in childhood, like hey,、yeah. you don't need. To be told、exactly. this, then at least I would know intention.、Exactly. But growing up, I was just like,、oh, I'm not good enough. My brother always gets told he like he makes everyone proud. <laughs> But、so、it turns out it's because your little brother's a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a bitch, Dane. <laughs> I'm the motherfucking favorite. <laughs> it's funny because I'm the only girl. So he remarried. <laughs> I don't know how many times because my dad's a pimp. You guys know what he looks like.、Um, but he, your dad, your dad is kind of fun. Can we flash a photo of Gina's dad? <laughs> my dad's. They call him the, the when he was younger. They call him the Asian Johnny Depp. Oh shit! That jawline was fucking wild, dude. <laughs> yeah. So, but he's found the one now. Hi, mom.、Um, so I'm the only girl, and I'm the eldest one too. So it's it's really interesting because like my little brothers are soft. <laughs> so like when I see them, I'm like. What the hell is this? You know, and and it's because what the weird thing is, it's because they grew up with my dad, and since my dad couldn't raise me, he's like extra nice to them. Oh, so they grew up to be really soft, and then I'm just like, what what is going on here? <laughs> I was talking to my friend about. It, I'm like, dude, like. I'm, I'm a stone cold bitch. Yeah, like I'm more of a man than these guys、You're、are. Like I got brass knuckles in my purse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm more of a man than these guys are. And then my friend's like, "Well, to be honest, you know, you're more of a man than a lot of guys、yeah. are." I'm like, All right, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so cute because my dad has a soft side too. Yeah, I remember he came to visit with my mom and、um, my stepmom, and、um, he was like, "Yeah, your mom made me get this stupid cat. You know, I hate cats. It's a stupid fucking thing at home." And then before bed, I walk by the room and I hear my dad whispering. Do you think the cat's okay at home by himself? Oh, like, you're so cute. You love that cat. He has a huge soft side too. Oh,、yeah. it's adorable. That's so cute.、Mm-hmm. We, we, I feel like we're going in order of like who loves their dad the most. So I'm gonna go last. <laughs> I'm in the、oh, middle.、No. I'm pretty I don't much think we're going in that in order、oh, because, because you love my relationship with my dad is really good too. Really strong. My dad is my number one, my best friend for life. 
I hope he's watching this. I think my Sub favorite dad. story Sub of your daddy. dad is your Thanksgiving dinners. <clears throat> Thanksgiving dinners? Or like he makes like a, well, doesn't he make like a, a little Thanksgiving Oh, yeah. Like he'll, I mean, he always, so my dad always shows love through food. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way he likes to do it the most. But um, so my relationship with my dad, I think is so good because I actually didn't grow up with him. Um, my parents were divorced from the time I was a little kid, probably when I was like one or two years old or something before I remember. So I, they were always divorced and I always lived with my mom. But as my mom, uh, kind of lost her shit, she lost her, her, she got off her rocker, uh, like when I was a child, um, my dad actually basically rescued me. So I never got to see him until like probably middle school-ish. I mean, there was some time when I was a baby where I still got to see him, but then my mom, took me and my brother to Ohio, ran away from everything in her whole life, hid from my dad. My dad couldn't find us. So there was many, many years where I was not in my dad's life, and that, that really sucked a lot. But then when he finally found us and he rescued me from my mom, who was on drugs, it was what, like— how he found you? Uh, I think he was using a private investigator, but then also he oh got God, in touch. dedication. He got in That's touch. So he was like, I'm going to find this baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your dad Obama? That's <laughs> <laughs> just my generalized dad voice. Yeah. I'm going to find that baby. I'm going to bring him home. Uh, bring that uh, baby home. Jessica yeah. uh, uh, Caldwell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, name is Jessica. Like, yeah. She's brunette. She's beautiful. Blue eyes. Looks like me. I'm going to find that baby. That's my dog. <laughs> yeah, his sisters and my mom's sisters kind of got together too because they realized my mom was uh, on drugs so um but yeah my my dad's always been like a very stern kind of quiet doesn't really talk he's not like he's i don't know in the family he's always kind of like off to the side like he'll kind of cook food for everyone and then kind of just sit off to the side but he shows his love through cooking and stuff like that but then he um like as i was growing up when he when he finally rescued me and i got to come live with him he would do the cutest little things like he would never be super emotional but he would do things and it would hit me emotionally like so he would buy me a pool even though like he didn't have a lot of money but he would buy me like one of those little pools for the yard or whatever i was thinking a whole big old concrete (laughs) pool i was like so he would buy me a pool when he felt bad (laughs) so i would get to play in the yard like in the water and stuff and he would kind of just be sitting up on the porch kind of like drinking a beer smoking a cigarette just kind of watching me and it's just like he he wanted I think he really wanted to show his love for me, but he didn't quite know how, but he did everything he could for me, spoiled me a lot. And then um, now as an adult, I feel like we're just super close. Like we have this weird connection where it's like we both went through a lot and he he knows that he saved me from a really bad situation. And we just have this bond that's like so strong. It's hard to even describe it. It's like no matter what happens, um, like we've always had this really like deep, rock. deep connection. Yeah. I really like like even that little memory that you're saying of like you just splashing around in the pool and he's on the porch just smoking and having a beer. <laughs> it's like if it being just, Obama. Yeah, like the way that you've described it though, it feels like he was so grateful yeah. for that moment, which mm-hmm. I really like. Some parents aren't. They're just like True. get on get on out there, put them floaties on, and don't you die. I'll be back in an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. he was never. I never got that feeling from him. Like, oh, just go play. Yeah, like, I never got that feeling. It from was him. like he was so happy that you were there that even just. Just watching you have fun meant a lot to him. Yeah. So I I, I get that's that's yeah. nice. That's, that's so real sweet. nice. Sweetie. That is super I sweet. I think it's really cute when dads don't really like say or show emotion, but they do it in their own way. Oh yeah. There's so many ways that I could see like I'm I'm like, oh, you love me. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I only see it now looking back, you yeah. know, because as I've been apart from him for uh, this long now, I'm like, fuck, I am like him. Damn it. Like where I'm just like like the way I show love is by helping my people get better at stuff. And I'm like, 
damn it, this is what I hated about him. <laughs> I hated that like um he like the like he was like just always like, no, you gotta do this. No, 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 you're doing it wrong. Like it's like this. <laughs> and and I, he would always be corrected, but he just really wanted us to like do better and be like become better. And he was a baseball player and he was on like three different teams. And because I was the firstborn child and uh I was unplanned, um, I think Oopsie. that he was like well, she's going to play baseball then. And so uh, I was really tomboyish when I was younger and I just like really wanted to be a baseball player and I was a pitcher and he would always just like, we'd just throw the ball and he would like correct me on form forever. And like looking back, I'm like, oh, that was like how he bonded because it was like he wanted me to be a good athlete and he wasn't being like oh she's a girl so I'll take it easy on her he was like no you gotta like put this foot forward and then you gotta put your weight into this foot and you gotta shoot straight and you gotta put your shoulders like this and it was just very like strict but it was his way of being like she's gonna be the best you know it's interesting um for my my dad he actually was the opposite he made like, he made sure he, every time we saw each other, he told me how much he loves me. He would hug me and kiss me. Like Aww. he would do, he would verbally, like tell me. But when it in the moments when it really mattered and it really, it was like he needed to be there for me or whatever. He wasn't like he actually didn't show his love through actions. It was mm. always through words, and that's why for me, like I had a mixed relationship with my dad because, you know, when. Like, my parents got divorced when I was seven. So from my childhood up until seven, that's when we lived together. But he was an abusive guy. Like, he put my mom through a lot. Like, he would, he was an alcoholic. Like, you know, he even got, like, cirrhosis of the liver when he was older because, like, that's how much he drank. And he would, apparently, from what I hear from stories of the family and my mom would tell me, and even from his own mouth, like, he would beat my mom when when I was a child, too. Like. He did you witness any of that or was it kind of like you just knew about I, it? I don't ever remember yeah. seeing it. I do remember him getting upset and I do remember um, my mom crying a lot. And I remember uh, being left alone a lot because my mom had to go out and work and my dad was never home. Like he'd end up having like his drinking binges and like spend days at a motel and like not even come home. So Whoa. he like now as an adult, I could see like who my dad was and I could judge him and be like he was a shitty person he really was um but then I can also like look a little deeper and actually see his childhood and where he came from and what he's been through and I sympathize like a lot and I'm like no wonder he ended up where he did because he didn't really have much guidance and he didn't have a lot of love himself so I understand why he did those things but growing up I never saw any of that. I was so blinded to it. And because I always saw my dad and he would always make me feel so fucking loved through his words, because, you know, as a child, you don't actually like register the fact that there are no actions, like the fact that he would leave me after school for hours when he would say he would come pick me up. Mm. Oh, I'm getting emotional. Oh, shit. But obviously I have things to work through. Um, but I think cause like things like that, I end up having like abandonment issues cause mm-hmm. like, I don't know how to process things like that yet. Like I'm still working on it, but anyway, so that's why I really loved my dad, um, because of the verbal stuff. Right. But then after they split up and he was gone, um, because of the fact that my mom went through so much, um, she kind of like had like restraining orders against my dad so I couldn't really see him 
Fuck, I'm sorry, guys. Damn, that's fucked up. Oh. This kind of reminds me of my um, relationship with my mom. It's like the same oh. thing as, as with your dad. Because my mom would always be telling me how much she loved me, but then she was always gone, leaving me with babysitters. She was always getting drunk, getting high. Like, she was always... So, it's... I totally understand, like, that feeling that you have. Like, and I tried to fight for my mom's attention and everything, and I and I knew she loved me. She would always be saying it, singing songs to me when she was there. But it, it was always, like, just an instant. She was there, and then she was gone. Yeah. And it was like she would love bomb me, and then she would just be gone and Same. drinking and all of that. Yeah. So, it's like, I understand that. Yeah, girl. So, yeah. So, um... Because of that, up until, like, I, I, my dad would tell me, too, like, I, he would somehow find a way to communicate with me through an uncle or something, and he would tell me, like, I want to see you, I can't see you, your mom is preventing, like, they really used me as a weapon mm-hmm. to hurt each other during their divorce. Ew! Yeah, it was bad. disgusting. I hate yeah. that for you. That's why I hate that for baby Tiff and adult Tiff. In <laughs> fact, teenage Tiff as well. I, and old Tiff. <laughs> Future I, old Tiff. We don't know I, her yet, but fuck that I shit. I know. I hate that for her. Thanks, girl. I mean, I'm working through it. Um, obviously, like, there's a lot more to work to do, but I think I've been okay with a lot of it. Um, but anyway, so because of that... Um, I, I resented my mom a lot growing up because I'm I'm like, I fucking love my dad. Why can't I see my dad? It's your fault I can't see my dad. And she would just tell me, like, obviously she's hurt. I understand why she would do this, but she would just badmouth my dad a lot. And so that just made me resent her even more because I'm like, why? Like, let me make that decision for myself. Like, mm-hmm. let me see who my dad is on my own. Um, so it ended up getting to the point where when I was 15, my mom and I's relationship, it was like shit. It was so bad that we would fight all the time. So it got to the point where she, she was like, you know what? Just go to Mexico and live with your, cause my dad was in Mexico. That's the reason why I wouldn't see him that much, but you were born there. I was. Oh my God. <laughs> Gina. She's barely been to go. America. Like, <laughs> basically like one year in America, all years in Mexico. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, so then uh, that's why I ended up spending that one year in Mexico when I was 15. And that one year I was supposed to be with my dad, but he would just, um, he would be gone all the time. Exactly. He he pawned me off a lot. And that's why I ended up being with my sisters a lot. But, But yeah, and then in that time, that's when I really got to see who he was and really like realize like, oh, this is the person that you are. This is the type of father that you are. Like I've always believe that you've loved me and yes you keep saying it but yeah you're not showing it with your actions so then by the time I hit adulthood like I I guess I still kind of had that veil in my eyes where I'm like oh my god I love you so much still no matter what has happened no matter because we had never gone in an argument he has never made me actually like feel bad ever Mm -hmm. so that's why like I don't know the last time I saw him that was the only time we did get into an argument and and then like he ends up disappearing, and so now I don't really have closure. a conclusion. Yeah, I don't have closure. So, yeah, he's been um, he's been missing for two years, and there's just been really hard dealing with it because I, it's just because of the fact that there's no closure. I don't know what to do with that relationship in my life. You know, like like I said, like I have abandonment issues, and then like I. I don't know. It's just, I'm a mess. Um. I don't know. I'm really curious of it because I know that when we went to the Mana concert, that was really like emotional for you it because was. it gave you a good memory of your dad. Yeah. So do you feel like really conflicted in that? Exactly. That's why I, that, that's why I said like, I, I feel like I'm in the middle because 
that little girl, that little Tiff that saw her dad as a hero, like she's still very much alive within mm-hmm. me. And that's why when I went to Mana and like I had that connection, like I, 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 it's that little girl inside that's coming out and saying like, I fucking love my dad. Like mm-hmm. my dad is my hero. He's my rock yeah. and everything. Um, and, but then the adult Tiff comes in and realizes who, who she knows he's not quite right. that exactly. Yeah, and armor. being in the middle is hard, except for last night when I was in the middle of my comforter <laughs> and my mattress. I was in the middle of tearing up for Tiffany, and I'm just now I'm just. In do a you comforter. need some comfort? I do. Need you do. Well, I wish we What's had a comfort? Buffy in studio for you, but I've been taking them all home. <laughs> That's right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hoarding all the Buffy's. It's time is that to talk about? I, I still don't have. One. I don't have one either because she has a. Fork wait, built. wait. <laughs> you guys just talk about that segue because I felt like it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, that it was pretty good. good. Okay. Yeah. I'm proud of you both. Like, oh, thank you. Because you, normally I'm like, I'm like, Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I have been, I have been like the spokeswoman, the man, the myth, the legend, the most excited person ever for the Buffy. I just got my baby back from the cleaners yesterday. Me too. Dude, yesterday. Oh, yeah, your cat pissed on yours. Pissed on my yours. cat pissed on mine. I was pissed. <laughs> I, oh, man. I've been to the cleaners four times in my life, and I literally just started going for for my Buffy. Like, I want it to be in the most top quality condition. It's white. They bleach it perfect, get all the stains out. I don't have time for all that. But <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. It is by far the most comfortable comforter I've ever had in it my really life. Is. I y'all, have one, too. Dude, y'all so everybody go, has one. But me and me. Jess. Hello, yeah. girls. Yeah. So That's not everyone. You, know, you, you know just <laughs> Screw y'all. Y'all know when you go to a hotel. You gotta earn and- it. <laughs> you do. Your cat pisses on yours again. <laughs> you know why? It's because you love your dads. True. Oh, yeah. Mm. We don't need the comfort. If we you don't need a dad. Comfort. You don't need yeah. a comfort. Oh. We don't need well, it. I need to. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, guys, it is my favorite comfort of all time. I'd say that the best way I can describe it is y'all know when you're on a hotel trip and you finally get in your hotel bed and you're like, this is amazing. It's not the mattress. It's not the hotel. It's the freaking comforter. It really is. It, it, mm-hmm. The comforter is what makes a bed so amazing. How do so I get one of these? Invest in Buffy. And you're probably wondering, what is Buffy? Buffy makes a super soft, earth-friendly bedding. And because a comfy night's sleep is even comfier when it doesn't harm the environment. (laughs) It's not made out of a tree. Who knew? So Buffy makes the Earth's most comfortable bedding. Everything is made from ultra-smooth eucalyptus fiber that feels softer than cotton. It really is. Eucalyptus fiber is breathable and cool to the touch to help maintain the ideal sleeping temperature and feel cozy without overheating. That's why I like it, because I'd be sweating like a pig. (laughs) Gross. I really that's not gross it's natural okay. where we get it <laughs> all of their products are cruelty free and hypoallergenic people love where? Buffy it has a 4.6 star rating 20,000 reviews that is such a high average what has 20,000 <laughs> Buffy offers a free trial you can try to comfort your own bed for free and if you don't love it you can return it at no cost so for $20 off of your Buffy comforter visit Buffy.co and enter mood once again for $20 off your Buffy comforter that's Buffy.co and enter to the code mood at checkout. Mood. Hallelujah. And when I get my Buffy, I smile really big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. And what kind of smile do you have? Well, oh I God. had to use braces to get my smile this straight, but I wish I didn't because this technology was not available for me when I was in high school. But it is for you because Candid, uh, Candid Co. Um, has these clear aligners mm. that you don't need to have this ugly ass brace metal face. Brace face. And you I can take them off. Get, okay, can you please stop attacking me? Okay. <laughs> I had headgear when I was a kid. Oh my god, I had the right? thing where you it like widens your mouth. Oh gosh. Oh. Y'all are nerds. I even tried to get the clear uh, bands so that it didn't look as 
obvious. I had turned yellow. Yeah, it got so nasty. Oh my god! So, um, unlike braces, candid clear aligners are comfortable, removable, and totally invisible. <laughs> so you can transform your smile without anyone noticing a thing. You never have to set foot in a doctor's office or a waiting room, which is also awesome because I who likes doing that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate driving too, so like that's Save tight. time. Just get it in the mail. <laughs> You get your treatment uh, prescribed remotely by a licensed orthodontist, and Candid delivers everything you need right to your door. And unlike other companies, Candid only works with orthodontists, never general dentists. So that means your treatment will be designed by an expert in tooth movement with 20 years of experience on average. If you're, you know, looking forward to a special event, you can get uh, the average treatment length is only six months. So you'll start seeing results basically like right away. It's the simplest, freest way to get started on straight teeth. So How do I get it? If you're ready to take the first step towards straighter teeth, limited time, you can get started with a $75 off by using code MOOD at CandidCode.com slash MOOD. Mm-hmm. MOOD. That's CandidCode.com slash MOOD. Mood. Use code MOOD for $75 off. CandidCode.com slash MOOD. Mood. Code MOOD. Oh, my God. Yes, $75 motherfreaking dollars off. Yeah. Daddy freaking dollars off. Oh, no. (laughs) Daddies. Bo's daddies. Oh, yeah. You haven't gotten to your daddy yet. What happened? Have I told any of you guys about my dad at all? I feel all? like I you know nothing it. about your dad. You've I told like... me a little bit, but it's so really like... Is your dad... J, on a JK News, it was an all-girls episode, so I know we were all in that Wait, episode. What? How come that you guys was like don't two remember? Years ago. She opened up to us. We drank that night. What? Yeah, I know. I don't know why well, yeah, I remember we did things. Drink. It compartmentalizes I... in my mind. But she called her dad and was like, why did you leave? Right? I did. <gasps> that I said that. In the, I, in the I episode. did one time. Oh, my God. I mean, oh, Nikki, yeah, I remember Nikki this loves now. you. She remembers that. Oh, I remember I've called, everything I love about her too, everybody. But I just have a bad memory. Yeah, I've called this motherfucker quite a few times. <laughs> oh, no. Well, let me, look, I, I, I'm going to try to like, I, I want to give you guys a bunch of information, but also I don't want to hog up too much of the time. But I feel like there are so many people out a there lot of time. that didn't grow up with their dads, like single mothers. And then also there's a lot of guys out there that are listening. And like, I can tell you what my perspective of it is. If you fucking leave, oh, <laughs> yes. So my um, my dad was a my dad was kind. He was a chef. He was like a TV <gasps> chef. My dad Whoa. was a, chef a TV chef. Yeah, wow. he was a TV chef. I mean, he never What's landed his name. I'm gonna go look him up. Nah, him he, him, like, he never landed anything like too 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 crazy. But like 80s 90s, he was a TV chef. He was also a bartender in Washington D.C. So he was just like cool hip. He's like part black, like part Native American, and then like part European. So he. He was fine. So he was light skinned. Yeah, sexy as hell. A little exotic. And he was Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone had Obama as a dad except for me. He was a a bartender. He could cook. So my Mm. my mom and my dad met and like he really wooed her. But this man was also an alcoholic and he was not ready to settle down by any means. My mother, um, sometime in her late 20s, had a tumor um, on her ovaries that was about the size of a grapefruit, like when they found out about it. And so she had half of her reproductive system removed or like some large portion of it and um i don't know i don't know like i just know that that was a thing so plot twist my mom gets fucking pregnant with me with this dude oh you're wow. a miracle baby so she doesn't think she can get pregnant and then oh. she gets pregnant i 
I, I'm not sure. I never asked her too much about this. I just know that that maybe she thought she was fine. It I was don't a know factor, they, though. Like, maybe she wasn't expecting you. Yeah, for sure. She, yeah. But I know that she really, I think that she, I know she really liked my dad, was really interested in him and, and wanted him to settle down. And, like, he, he wasn't ready. He was a, a hot bartender in D.C. that was, he was a fuckboy. Like, my dad was literally kind of a fuckboy. Um, and so my mom had other suitors that were really interested in her. And there was one guy. And this kind of, like, really hurt me when I was younger. But obviously. She didn't do it. It was this one guy that really liked her that she worked with and he wanted to date my mom and he told her he was like, please don't have this child. I will pay you money (gasps) to like have the abortion and also like to help you out and not have this kid. And my mom said no, because this is miracle baby. And she's also like very religious. And she had me. And I don't really know my dad's perspective on it, but he was not around. I think he might have been there for when I was delivered. But after that, he went back up to D.C. and he just never really liked. It was too real for him. He was like, oh, fuck no. Yeah. He never really came back around. And, you know, as I got older, like, I'm like, where's my dad? Where's my dad? But my mom was like, she was always there always always there so I guess I didn't think that much and then also my grandpa was a very prominent male figure in my life like anything Mm -hmm. I needed like my grandpa was there he was Mm -hmm. basically my dad but it started to become very real to me um, that I was lacking this relationship with my father like when I went to school and I would see other people with their kids or with their dads and um, my mom would always invite him to come down and visit and he would just never come like I would there there was like one time that like I had the smiley face shirt and he was supposed to come visit and my mom was like why did you pick that shirt and I was like because I want daddy to see how happy I am to see him Aww. and I still remember waiting in the doorway like for Jesus. him to, to I remember like waiting in the doorway for him to pull up and I was just I was like he's gonna pull up at any second like I still remember standing there and he just he never called and he never came and um I and this was maybe the third or the fourth time that he had done this. And I decided that I was done. Like, I was done. He was no longer. How old were you at this time? Oh, I don't know. Maybe like eight or nine. Oh. oh. Yeah. I was like, I was like, we're, we're done. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, You're excused. My heart's <laughs> canceled. My heart's oh, breaking. yeah. He was canceled. Um, And, and I, and. I I remember at a very young age completely shutting myself down to that because I wasn't going to let this guy hurt me anymore. I and I my heart was not open for him. And in fact, I shut out a lot of people after that, too, because I realized how deeply I could be hurt. I'm a very sensitive person. Um, So I went on and on without him and I was fine. I never you're a lot stronger than me. I never thought about it. I never really thought about him again, like very rarely. And um, so my relationship with my dad just continued to like decline. I, I went out there for one summer to visit. Tissue. And um, I don't need no damn tissue. You're Fun fact, you're if you don't want to cry, over here, <laughs> squeeze your butthole. <laughs> Fun fact, if you don't want to cry, your butthole. clench your butthole. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm down. Right, I've been clenching so tight every day. Oh, I got diamonds in the cry glasses? Where are the cry glasses? We lost them. So we... So, you know, I, dude, I, I, I shut it down hard. And I remember like, your boy was fine. Like I was fucking fine because when you, when you shut that part out, it doesn't really hurt anymore. Um, and so then I, I did one summer where I went to visit him. He was a weird dude. He's like growing weed plants and shit. <laughs> he was real funny. We, we left the same. We had like very, without having contact with each other, Aww. we were so similar. How did that connection happen again? 
I don't know. I really don't remember. So you've always mm. been, you've always had a way to contact him, but you guys never really. No, no real interest, I think, yeah. from either parties. Okay. Um, when I finally decided to visit him, it was because my friend and I wanted a vacation and he offered to fly us both up there and just stay with him for the summer. And um, mm. it was in a really, 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 really nice place. It was in uh, Martha's Vineyard. Uh, Mar- Martha's Vineyard. Um, you making money? No. No, no, no. That's oh. where I'm part Wampanoag and my tribe is from there. Oh. So, um, so yeah. So, we, I visited him. Didn't really think too much of it. I was like, all right, sick. <laughs> Went back home. And, I, man, I was just so shut off. It just really didn't do much for me. But um, I... I'm trying to like even think what happened. So sometimes, so for a long time, it I was really shut off, but deep down inside, you can shut your heart down, but something still hurts mm-hmm. sometimes. And there would be times where something bad would happen, like, and I, my abandonment issues would trigger again, and I would immediately blame him. So I, I think that's where my calling him would happen sometimes because he was the root of it. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I didn't want him, but I was angry with him that he planted this seed in me that affected me at such a young age and it grew into this poison in my life that was affecting my other relationships i was very angry with him for that but um uh, a few years like years and years later sometime when i was in my 20s i had a guy friend i had a guy friend and he got a girl pregnant and he didn't and also my dad never paid any child support no nothing he was why didn't your mom make him she was, and actually, something you said was really interesting to me. You said that your mom always blamed your dad. My mom mm-hmm. never really spoke ill of my father. Mm-hmm. She never really did. She was she very stoic. Yeah. She, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that that was the best way to do it because you have such a close relationship with your mom. So yeah. She was a very aware of that, too. I, then, and I, I never I never thought about that, that she didn't, she didn't talk shit about him. She, I mean, he's obviously a piece of shit. He's an alcoholic, but she didn't really talk badly of him, um, at least to me. So we, so I have this friend that gets a girl pregnant and like, and he's in his early twenties and he's like, I can't have this kid. Like I told her, I don't want to be a dad. I'm not ready to be a dad. Like I can't do this. And I agreed with him. I was like, you are not ready to be a dad. I'm like, you need to like communicate this with her. Like maybe she has to get an abortion, but you guys need to pay for it. Like you need to really figure this out. Well, she wanted to have the kid no matter what. And he was devastated. He was absolutely devastated. He didn't want to marry her. He didn't. He's fucked. This is my son. He didn't know what to do. So he peaced out and he just paid child support. And I got it. Like, I got it in that moment that my dad was not ready to have a child. He wanted to live his life. He was still a young guy. He was bartending. He's getting pussy, 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 getting money. Like, he's having the time of his life. And then now you have this kid that's three hours away that you didn't really ask for and you know, and and I got it. it. It wasn't me. It was not me. He didn't know me enough yeah. to like write me off. Right. So I could never take it so personally. He was just selfish and wanted to live his life. And I I forgave him. And I understood because I knew what my guy friend was going for. So fast forward to today. That's honestly my relationship with my dad. Like not not everyone takes it that way. But the kind of sad part that we're at now. Is that um, he never wanted really anything to do with me for the longest time. And I told you guys he was a TV chef. Mm-hmm. So he was like kind of famous. He was in entertainment. He's funny. That's where my extroversion comes from. And then suddenly I'm on YouTube and I'm doing all this stuff. I, I have a red carpet picture. He would always ask me to like send pictures and stuff. And he starts realizing like, wait, like my daughter's killing it. Like she's she's she must be a big deal. And then suddenly he wants to call me all the mm-hmm. time. 
suddenly mm-hmm. he wants all of my most recent pictures. He wants to post all my pictures. He's like, look at my baby. He's like posting these oh, on Facebook. No. He's sending he these get out. To do that. You know, yeah. he's uh he. he He's asking me how much money am I making? How much is Uh-oh. this? How, what is this? And uh, where he's at right now is he owns he not owns he had like a fucking small food truck or something, and he drives Uber and he sells weed, straight up. That's what he's doing. And um, I even if I wanted to forge a relationship with my father, I'm terrified of having to take care of him. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified of having to pay for his retirement fund that does not exist. I'm terrified of uh, having to fly him out and him wanting to live with me. I don't know his wife. I'm not close with her. And, you know, when I when I make my first million, mm-hmm. when your boy makes it, every single dollar that I have to spare and, you know, in excess is going to my mother right, and yeah. taking care of my mother right. that was always there. I will put her in a golden retirement home <laughs> that overlooks the whole city. Mm-hmm. And every extra dollar I have is going to her mm-hmm. and it's not going to him. So I've kind of had to make a, a difficult choice to really kind of cut him off in the past year because I don't want to get close. I don't want to be obligated. I don't want to... Like, because you're, yeah. uh, like, in an emotionally vulnerable place and, like, if you do get close to him, it might it might be, like, out of your hands but you might kind of fall for him again as your dad and then wind up sort of being taken advantage of. Yeah, literally being taken advantage yeah. of. Like, yeah. there's no reason for you to ask what kind of money I'm making yeah. or for you to, you know, like, ask what my boyfriend's career is or for you to, you know, it, it really concerned me when I started hearing a lot about money or I want more red carpet photos, you know? Yeah. Does he still reach out? Sometimes. He was like, he was like, hey. Uh, oh, sorry. He was like, hey, uh, I want to send you some money for Christmas. And I was like, all right, here's my PayPal. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> like, you're still chipping away for that child support that you never paid. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll take it if you're offering it. But yeah. he also, he doesn't have much. So I never really, you know, if it's my birthday I and he's like, oh, I want to send you something. I'm like, nah, dude, we're good. You yeah. know, but every now and then if he offers, I'll be like, sure, why not? I mean, the man hasn't paid me, paid me or my mother probably more than $1,500 in my entire life, you oh know? Yeah, she took care of everything. Wow. So, yeah, that's the reason why my dad went to Mexico because after they split up and they went to court and there was like a child support that he had to pay. He was running from the court he ran, order? Yeah, oh he ran for that. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. They yeah. don't want to pay that child support. Well, they support. think it's just going to the wife and they, or, you know, and they hate the woman so much or yeah. they're just so over that woman. They're like, I'm not giving you my money. Like, Bitch. it's not even about her. Yeah, you and know? then plus my dad had, like, he... Popped out way more other kids too. Like Damn. Isaac, I my son is older than two of his uncles. Like oh, uh, it's crazy. Geez. Or an aunt and an uncle. Yeah. Oh shit. Like I have half siblings. Yeah, I forgot my my uh dad I was not the first victim. <laughs> my dad had a he was actually married before, and I have a half sister that I've never met before. I've spoken to her on the phone twice in my entire life, and when I heard her voice for the first time, I fucking cried because she sounded just like me, Mm -hmm. like just the way she spoke. Um, And she and I have started to connect a little bit more, like not that much, but she doesn't want to hear my dad's name at all. She doesn't want to hear anything about him. And she was like, one day we'll hang out and get wasted and talk mad shit about him. (laughs) And I'm like, so down. But yeah, like we've never met before. Did she have any type of relationship at all with him? No, she was not blessed in the way that I was that that uh, 
my mom never drove a wedge between my dad and I because she knew how important a relationship between a child and a father should be. Mm -hmm. But my sister's mom really drove a wedge and was like, that motherfucker. Well, then, I mean, it's good and bad because, I mean, you have those very, very hurtful moments of, like, waiting for him to pick you up and, like, him never doing that. But for her, it's kind of like she just is just a ghost. Yeah. She, yeah. she never got hurt. So it's hard for me to decide, like, what's the right choice as a woman, you know, with a child. It's like. Well, for me personally, I ended up because I was on one end of the spectrum where it's my mom talking shit about my dad. And that, that made me resent my mom yeah. and have a bad relationship with my mom. I decided to never, ever play that role in my son's life. Like, I have tried my best. Like, I've been very conscious to never talk ill of his father, uh, to like force them to go in there and like have a relationship like that's great like ever since he was a baby too like i would always be like dude you have to come and see your son you have to like you have to have a relationship with him you have to pick him up and you you need to be in his life it's like you go pick him up you go show up yeah you're not gonna be late (laughs) exactly you're not gonna leave him waiting he's all happy to see you she's having flashbacks to little tiff whenever i picture little tiff i imagine her with blue hair She's like a cartoon character, like just a little like bobblehead. Yeah, yeah, like, so the same clothes I'm currently yeah. wearing. With her baggy. With her it's like the same backpack. size. Just like you haven't even grown into them yet. Yeah. It's it's interesting too. I mean, it makes sense, like us as adults now being the age our parents were when they, you know, had had us, uh, mm-hmm. like had little baby us is running around um, to empathize with them and all the things that didn't make sense when we were kids you you kind of are like oh I understand now and I yeah. empathize because I feel like my dad was like it was like the other way it could have gone where you know I was not planned and my mom was only 21 when she got pregnant with me and he was 23 and so uh, they had me very very young and at that time my dad uh, had just gotten like kicked out of college. He was um, playing baseball. He was getting scouted by baseball teams, and like he was um, wanted to be professional ball player. And um, and then I come along, and he basically had to choose between like being a dad or going moving to Arizona and playing baseball. And so he chose like being a dad, which I really respect him for, and I'm grateful for now but because when i was a kid he all he wanted to do was play baseball he was on like three different teams i hardly ever saw him unless we were there at the baseball game and then he would be getting drunk all night with his friends um and just you know being a young 20 young 20s guy and uh i didn't you know get that like as a kid it was like why does he never want to spend time with me you know but and then when he would spend time, he'd be, like, kind of angry, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't get it. But he was really kids. fucking stressed. Like, <laughs> he was having to balance being a 20-something guy and then uh, completing college. He was like, okay, I'll go back to school. I'll get my degree. He got his degree. I was at his graduation when I was four uh, when he graduated and got his bachelor's degree. And then when I was in, like, junior high or high school when he went back and got his master's to become a CPA. And he did all that as, like that was his plan B. And he would always tell me like, you've got to have a plan B. You've got to get your degree. you got to have that security because imagine if I had just pursued being a baseball player and then I wouldn't be able to take care of the family. Um, so he really uh, relied on principle and I really like that. And I think that's where we're similar is the like owning responsibility and not making excuses and not like being selfish. If we like, 
if we did something to own it and to, you know, take responsibility for it. But um, because he was so caught up in like the security factor of it, like, oh, you got to get your degree to like, because what if something happens? Um, when I said I wanted to drop out of school to, you know, be an actor is when he was like, oh, Uh-oh. no, no, yeah. you got to get He's that like, degree. <laughs> also, probably a little bit of him is like, no, I couldn't do that. You're not going to do that. You know, <laughs> oh. he, he would have these conversations like, you got to follow your passion. Yeah. You got to follow your passion. He's like, wait, 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 but you also yeah. got to get that. Yeah. Degree. He, wanted, he wanted you to be well, like well-rounded. So right? it's, my, my, uh, my dad was, dude, how do I put this? Um, my dad was in my dad was in school for a long time. Mm. Okay. <laughs> he was in school for a long what time. What do you mean? What I feel like there's a subtext here. He was in school for a long time. That's all you're getting. And <laughs> like, um, is this like a criminal thing or like he like <laughs> or he was held it was back? School boss, he's a scholar. I'm trying to figure out what school means. Oh, he got like a so master's? Was, yeah. <laughs> like, he was just fucking wild back then, right? Um and then so when he was in school, he um, right, right, right. Uh, he he went to school right after my mom was pregnant with me, and then he did a complete one eighty. Like when he was sitting in school, he was like, <laughs> school of hard knocks. Yeah. yeah, he um he was like, shit, I have a daughter now, and usually like it's like, people don't change, you know. But when he found out I have a daughter complete 180 like i'm talking like now the man has a business a big house a family like wow the only thing that gives it away is the way he looks you know if you saw his tattoos and stuff um so like knowing that just makes me like i'm so proud of him like i'm I'm such a proud daughter you know and because because people they don't a lot of times that doesn't work out, you know? And yeah. I respect it so much because I, I asked someone, like, so he lives with this constant regret of not being able to get food as fast as he possibly can. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When he was in, oh, he was in school, so you know? That like, he mean. had to eat in the cafeteria, and it was terrible. But you know what he wished he had? DoorDash. DoorDash. Oh, my God. That's right. Who's <laughs> this traumatized? Do you, that segue? Do you have big plans for 2020? Or when you get out of school? <laughs> Yeah, Do you have big plans for when you get out of school, but no time to really make yeah. food. Mm-hmm. Well, All the with, time. with DoorDash, you could just get food delivered right to your door. Mm-hmm. It's in the name. Yeah. It's pretty obvious what it does, right? Yeah, so you um, can order delivery yeah. with DoorDash and yes. take back time in your day because, yes. you know, you want to save that time. Dude, it's so great. Like, I just lay there, just veg out in my robe. Just like drooling, and then the doorbell goes off, and it's my food. It's here. You got a doorbell? I was just Damn. thinking that. I don't have a doorbell. You don't have a doorbell? No. I got one of those fancy camera ones. <laughs> nice. So I don't even open it unless there's fucking DoorDash at my door. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Door to door delivery in all 50 US states. Puerto Rico, Canada, Australia. Oh, Australia. Damn. You can order from your local go-tos <laughs> or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wingers. <laughs> Are you picturing someone like taking a boat to Australia? <laughs> I was like, how do they get there? Oh, my gosh. It was a kangaroo. He keeps the food warm in his pouch. Uh, Chick-fil-A, Cheesecake Factory with DoorDash. With DoorDash, you'll never have to worry about your next meal. Yeah, they have over 310 thousand restaurants and partners with four thousand cities so you will you will definitely find your favorite restaurant so you yes, can definitely order mm-hmm. that right now our listeners can get five dollars off their first order of fifteen dollars or more when you download the doordash app and enter promo code big, big mood. mood that's five dollars off your first order when you download the doordash app <laughs> in the app store and enter promo big code mood. big mood big mood yes don't big forget mood. 
That's promo code Big Mood for five dollars off your first order. And right after you order. order that food, it's time to relax. Yeah, you yeah, gotta we're relax. Meditation or possibly sleep. And mm-hmm. how do you get some better relaxation, meditation, or sleep? But the Calm app. Yeah, exactly. The Calm app is actually one of my favorite apps. I've been on it for three or four years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had, yeah. It for a while too. I've had it for a long ass time, and I love it. Her voice just like instantly puts me in this. Very meditative. Well, that's state. why it's the number one app for sleep and relaxation and meditation because it has sleep stories. Do you have a favorite? Uh, a favorite sleep story? Yeah. No, I actually don't. I don't use it for sleep. I use it for stress because I'm mm. constantly stressed out. And I like how they have their daily calm where it's a 10 minute meditation and she gives you a little like something to think about for your day. And it's usually accompanied by a story, like a little like blurb of like why that that why you should think about that throughout your day like hey we're not all perfect and did you know that in japan they have these vases that are filled in with gold cracks because like it celebrates the flaws and i'm like oh shit i gotta celebrate my flaws okay. yes. <laughs> i have celebrities that read you stories and i've been really advocating for gilbert gottfried oh my god that would be amazing <laughs> oh his voice oh oh no that that would that go on the calming. opposite <laughs> yeah. i do not I know said, what he sounds I, like i have listened to a story about like lavender fields and it did put me to sleep and i did have a dream about lavender field oh love. that sounds so calming it was yeah, girl. my favorite thing is actually the master classes that they have on the app it's oh, yeah? like they'll have like uh someone doing lectures and it's like like 10 part lectures about you would like that part okay <laughs> so she's the one with the master's degree <laughs> true. rub it in um so for true. listeners of the show calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40 percent off a calm what? premium subscription oh, at calm.com slash mood that's 40 percent off unlimited access to calm's entire life Library, and new content is added every week. So get started today at calm.com slash mood. That's calm.com slash mood. Yes. Sit on down and relax, girl. <laughs> I so, wanted to uh, ask. Um, yeah, go ahead. Um, have you, did any of you guys have like a stepdad situation? Because a lot of people end up having. Oh, oh my God. I forgot about him, but I really like him. Oh, <laughs> he's mad cool. I know, like, I, oh, okay, wait. So, yeah, I had a stepdad come into my life around like 15 or so. And it was when I was at like my absolute worst. It was really weird because my, my mom and my stepdad thought that like I didn't like him or like I was mad at him. But in reality, like, I fucking hated everybody. Like, oh, I wanted everyone to die. Like, 15 oh was gosh. like my absolute, like, I ran away from home a few times. And like, my, and I, so there was a time that, my mom thought this because like I um she's probably stopped listening by now so I can say this. So yeah. I had run away from home and when I when I came I like remember this. When I came back it was um it was the first time my mom cried. And I'd never seen her, like, cry over me before. She was just always, like, very, very, like, stoic. She felt like she had to be the strong one for us. But in turn, she didn't, like, show enough emotion. And um, there was one time that, like, when I ran away, I told her, because you don't need me anymore. And so she thought that, like, I felt... She thought that I was, like, saying, like, you guys don't need me. You have each other. But I was more so saying, bitch, you are so sensitive. I felt like I had to stay around because you would just crumble, like, otherwise. Like, I I knew that my mom was always putting on a strong face, but she's such a fucking softy. And I felt like I couldn't leave her. I felt like that I had to be there for her, too. And so when my stepdad comes into the picture, I was like, oh, thank God, he'll take care of her. Mm -hmm. And so, like, when when I told her this, like, she really thought, that like I didn't like him for the longest time but like I always loved the guy and he he takes amazing care of my mom and he started to show me that's one thing that's really important like with a dad 
a dad shows you as a young girl how you should be treated yeah. and it teaches you men, like things about men. One of the worst things that's happened to me my entire life or throughout my life is that I didn't understand men. Um, a lot of times, like you guys, like lived with your dads for a while. If something really like sad happens at school or drama or something, you run over into your dad's lap and you're like, "Dad," and he's just like, "No, nope. what are you talking about?" I never had that, so I didn't know that men don't want to hear about that shit. They don't. I didn't get to learn what men care about and what men don't. So when I started having relationships, they were really bad because I didn't know. I, I didn't know how to have a relationship with a man. I had no mm-hmm. idea. I didn't have one. Um, so when this guy comes in my life around 15, I started to see how a wife and husband act around the house and what they do. And I saw him always taking care of her. And, like, I was so grateful that, like, finally I didn't have to take care of her anymore. But also that he was doing such a good job. And she was so happy. And I felt like she was in good hands. So I, awesome. I, I moved out at like my mom and I were at war a lot for the longest time. But like I moved out at 17. I moved out again at 20. I moved out again at 22. <laughs> <laughs> like and then I finally moved out again to L.A. And it it like calms me down so much that he can take care of her because I don't know if you guys don't have single moms at all or any of you guys have single moms. It hurts you to leave your mother. It really, really does. Like, she needs to be, like, taken care of. You want somebody there to, like, you know, keep it together. And, like, that's what my stepdad was for me. He was never, like, he was never, like, oh, my God, you're my dad. Like, until more recently. Um, But he was there to protect and take care of my mom. And I needed that so that I could be free and go out and spread my wings. That's cool. My dad still treats me like a little kid. Which I really like. <laughs> cool. I like it a lot. I really like that. And whenever I come visit, I run around the house screaming that if they don't feed me, I will call CPS on them. Oh, I feel like that's how you are as a girlfriend, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, <laughs> I was going to ask how uh, how relationships with dads affect your relationships mm-hmm. with men, and I'm glad that Bo's talked about yeah. that because that is, I feel like you do. <laughs> that's funny you say that because my relationship with men is like, I don't need you. <laughs> oh, yeah. It definitely did. It definitely did. Did like True. it's always been like I don't, dude. Need I you. think the the fact that my relationship with my dad is so good and he's like treats me like a princess kind of ruins it a little Same. bit for my relationship with men because I'm like, how dare you not just do this for me already? Like, do you not know who I am? Like, daddy's girl. Like, as a man, you should be doing this, you know? And they're just like, uh, I'm not your dad, you know? Like, um, like child. Yeah, like I would compare Joe a lot of times to I'm like, well, my dad would just do that for me. And Joe's like, well, what the fuck? Like, is that is your dad? That's why, you know? And I'm just like, daddy issues out of here. Yeah, I don't really, I expect too much from men. I you have think, a high because, standard. Yeah, now, you know? and so I feel like that's good. But I'll, I think, I think I still have the, it's, it's like, cute. it's similar because I do have mommy issues. So I still have bad relationships in general because I just like I don't trust people a lot of times yeah. I have the fear of abandonment still but like with a man it's it's different it feels like based off of what you described with your dad it, your dad would just he genuinely felt so lucky to be in your presence yeah. and so now the man is <laughs> <men's> <laughs> like you're like you get I'm, to hang out with me I'm yeah. here yeah. isn't that yeah. enough and you're yeah. like <laughs> Where's my coffee and my yeah. cigarette and my blanket? Where? Where's my blanket? Where's my crown? Where's my inflatable pool? Where's my pool? pool. Yeah. I need to go for a splash splash. Yeah. <laughs> a little splashy splash. I'm going to go for a splashy splash. I'll be back. No, I mean, I'm not that, like... Run my bath. I'm not, <laughs> run my not bath, that man. spoiled. Not that spoiled. My dad's very, cute. like... Um, so, we have this thing where whenever I come home, like I said, he still treats me like a kid. He'll, like... When my mom's not looking, he's like, 
here, I have some money for you. You, you take your money. Aww. I'm like, Dad, I'm like 30 years old. He goes, I don't care. You're always going to be my baby. Aww. He just hands me like a wad of cash. And I'm, I always leave, um, like I always fly home in the afternoon when my dad's working. So I sneak back into his room and I hide money in there and then Aww. some more. Aww. And it's become like this constant back and forth. <laughs> That's a thing. cute game. It's the most adorable thing. Aww. And like, he thinks like my mom doesn't know. And I'm just like, Dad, Mom knows. She knows, you know? That's <laughs> funny. Like, it's like this little cute little thing. Just, just take some money. Like, he'll hide in the room. Or, like, he'll pull me aside. Like, I just want to give you some money. I'm like, Dad, stop. It's really cute. But, like, what I, what I was saying earlier, since he didn't have, like, we didn't grow up together, he lives with, like, this constant regret of, like, I didn't raise you. I'm a terrible father. And I'm, like, and I'm like, Dad, dude, you're fucking dope. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, from how you changed your life to what it is now is nearly, like, impossible for a lot of people, you know? That's so cool. it's been like a really like he he still has those thoughts. But whenever I see him, I'm like, "You're fucking cool, man." <laughs> like, well, he's like watching TV, and I just lay there with my head on his lap, like, "Hey, Dad." Aww. So, did you ever like with your on your mom's side? Like, does she ever have someone on her in her life where you would see as like a sort of stepdad? Uh, no, my mom. Oh God, Jesus, how do I put this? <laughs> my mom. <laughs> A lot of mommy issues here. Yeah, I feel we like we can have woman. a whole episode on mommy, yeah. mommy <laughs> issues. Nice. So that Love woman, you, ma. Um, so she is. You know how like people, I always make it a joke. Like I'm a fucking ABG. Like they go mm-hmm. out and they party. My mom is the original ABG. Quintessential. Oh, oh, she's the OG ABG. She's, oh my God. she's still Love about that, that life. She dude. invented like, the ABG. Life. She's super yeah. fine. I want to see your mom. She's, she's aged very well, and mm-hmm. she's always been really pretty and she's still about that life like she goes out with her friends on the weekends she like loves Hennessy and all that shit <laughs> oh she God. goes hiking with her friends and takes photos and I shit. just want one time to go party with your mom I, okay so here's the thing even my if it's mom... ratchet I don't care I want to go party with your mom <laughs> yeah so the thing with my mom is we got along when we were younger oh, no. and like we took her clubbing like oh it's so cool I'm going clubbing with my mom is fucking dope it was when I was 21 and then now I'm just like all right you feel older than your mom now. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, so your mom was the like type that just had boyfriends? So she, Yeah. So mm. she was always... Come on, Gina. She just likes to have fun. She, I know. Put so me I in a sourpuss. ABG is just going to have fun. <laughs> and I was fine with that when I was younger. I was like, okay, well, she had me when she was like 20, dude. Like, yeah. She's, she's making up for it, you know? And then now it's just like... <laughs> All right, come on. You're, you're like, old bring it now. Home. Yeah. You you still at the club, mom? Yeah, right? So <laughs> she's like, it's getting, like, it's cool for a few years. Now it's kind of like an embarrassing too many years, you know? Mm-hmm. So we got along when we were younger because I understood. And then she started getting more and more, like, like uh, she would tell my sibling, me and my siblings, like, when are you guys just going to, like, move and go out? I want to do my own thing. And it's just like, mm-hmm. dude, what the shit, you know? So she was always more like a, a birth giver. But not necessarily a mom. Mm-hmm. You know what <laughs> I mean? Sounds like a derogatory term. You're just a birth giver. Yeah, you know? <laughs> just a vessel. Freaking birth giver yeah. over there. Right? <laughs> so, like, we have moments where it's, like, it's really sweet. You know, like, I used to, when I was, all the way up until I was a teenager, whenever I went to go visit with her, when we'd sleep, I'd just, like, hold her hand. Because, we like, I would want to sleep in the same bed as her. So it was fine. But then after a while, I'm just like, hey, like, you can't be treating your kids like they're burdens to your partying life. You yeah. know, like, we're your fucking kids. I remember... She would tell us like, "Oh, um, tell them that you're my sister." You know Damn. what I mean? So oh my gosh, like, we don't. Yeah, we don't really hear about that. There are a lot of women that should not 
she have had kids. kids. Yeah. yeah, and we always hear like the guys being pieces of shit, but there are a lot of pieces of shit mm-hmm. women too that should not have had kids. You got a lot to say, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh damn. Do exactly. we need to do a mommy episode? Yeah, seriously. Let us know in the comments if we need a mommy episode. I kind of feel like a little bit too. I'm afraid of having kids because of like how shitty my mom was, and I don't have a guy in my life that seems as stable as my dad, as calm as my dad, yeah. as like understanding and like willing to like sacrifice their lives. Damn, you're gonna marry a guy that reminds you of your dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's true. Seriously, dude, like, like, my dad, I would wake up and my dad would have pink fucking frosted donuts waiting for me on the kitchen counter. And homemade? like, if a guy, no, not homemade. If a guy doesn't wake, like, if I don't wake up and there's not pink frosted donuts on the kitchen counter, it's like, that's the way to just piece heart. that shit. You're Take a notes, loser, guys. dude. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah, our dad, I think our dad set the standard. Really yeah, high. Like, like, way if too high. If my dad ever found out that I split a bill with the guy, mm-hmm. he'd be like, leave him now. See, that's <laughs> the thing is, like, my dad wasn't like, didn't treat me like a princess, but he was very much like through actions, like, he liked to take care of me like financially secure like security wise Mm -hmm. which I resented as a child because I was like when I grow up and make my own money you won't be able to control me (laughs) because I felt like he would almost be like it's my money my rules you know and it was really just he wanted us to be safe and taken care of and he would make jokes about like like when I moved out he'd be like well I'm still paying your health insurance you know when are you gonna start paying your health insurance and uh, and secretly he doesn't want you to pay your health insurance when I finally started paying all of the bills he kind of got sad about it no purpose Dude, anymore. That's yeah. funny because we, you guys are saying it's like your dad set the standard because you have very high standards for men. You have astronomical standards for me. <laughs> and then mine is like basic fucking kindness. You show up. A guy like that actually works. like listens to everything I say in a conversation. I'm like, well, just drop those trousers. He's I'm going to suck yeah. your dick. <laughs> it's so funny. So my dad is like yours. Um, So my dad's Vietnamese, obviously, right? My stepmom is white. And it's the funniest thing. I had to teach my dad how to date my mom, my stepmom, because he is all about, like, everything's taken care of. I pay the bills. If you need something, take the credit card, go. You know, Mm -hmm. like, that's how he shows love, right? And that's how I show love, too. I'm like, here, I bought you something. I took care of everything. We're good. (laughs) My mom's white. (laughs) Hugs and, like, hugs and I love yous and (laughs) dates and flowers, right? And it was so funny because my dad and my stepmom kind of split up for a little bit because she was lacking that. And then he was just destroyed yeah. like I can't I've, I did like an emergency fly in and like he like tried he, the fool didn't even know how to like heat up a pizza oh. in the oven he literally just popped a frozen pizza in there and just turned it on just stared at it no preheating or anything Aww. cardboard box on it <laughs> the plastic cylinder oh, no. the coffee machine like how do, how do I do this no, he was so lost without her he was like I need to get her back and so I had to teach Damn. him how to date and it was Aww. the cutest thing. I'm like this like 27 year old kid, like teaching him how to date. And then I was like, okay. And like he's like, she she sent me a heart on Facebook. What do I say? Aww. Like it was really cute. And then he's like, no, no, you type it, you type it. And I was like, okay, you need to give her space. And then just say, okay, good night, I love you. And then he goes, and then ask her, can I come see her? I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Chill. <laughs> like it was so cute. Your dad's adorable. He's so I love precious. your dad. I want to so meet cute. your dad. And then like he goes. I have a date with her next week. Oh! And, and so, like, I, co- I was like, did you get her flowers? He goes, did you get her flowers? I'm like, yes, you get her flowers, dude. What the hell? <laughs> and then, like, the next thing was like, we have an overnight date. I'm like, Ooh, all right, gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Too much. Gross. But congratulations. And then, yeah. like, he's like, okay, do I, what do I say? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, and then the next thing I call, he's like, I'm at the mall. I hate the mall. And like, you with mom? He's like, yes. I'm like, good job, daddy. And then, like, <laughs> so he, they, you know, they're finally back together. And then I talked to my stepmom. 
And then it's, it's just like this really funny, like, she's like 15 years younger than him and she's white. So she wants like the lovey-dovey in the dates. My dad has no idea how to do that. <laughs> like, this is the first woman where he's like, I love her and I'll do this for her, you know? And he must be good in bed because like, if she's not getting that and she <laughs> still wants to be with him. Yeah. Do you hear that, Gina? Bro, oh, your dad must be good in he's bed. He's a pimp. <laughs> your dad laid it down. So my stepmom, um, good so, good dick. <laughs> my stepmom told me, funny story, my stepmom told me, she was like, you know, we had to get your aunt to do our taxes for a while for the business, but we had to stop and I'm doing it now. I'm like, why? She goes, because it was really interesting um, explaining some write-offs. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, um, she called my, or my, your aunt called one day and asked, what is this charge from adamandeve.com? Oh, oh, yeah. And I went and I projectile vomited. Oh, I was no. like, you don't need to tell me these things. <laughs> He's laying it yeah. on. <laughs> For those of you who don't, who don't know, Adam and Eve is a, no, sex not toys. Sex toys. Not sponsored. Sex canceled. Toys. Not canceled. Yeah, but it's a sex. Dude, Gina, you said something really, really interesting there, though, about the how your how after the breakup, like your dad didn't know how to feed himself, didn't know how to make he his own coffee. Himself. So, ladies, don't forget, pack his lunch every day. <laughs> make, make him like him completely fe- useless. Make him and completely dependent on you. You know what the funny thing is, though. The thing is. And this is funny. My stepmom told me, she's like, God, you are so your fucking dad. Because even though I didn't grow up with him, for some reason, we ended up exactly the same. Yeah. Um, same. Yeah. Yep. So, you know what he said to me? He's when, when they broke up, he was like, you know, the thing is, I'm not afraid that I'll lose her forever. Like, she won't come back. I'm afraid that I won't need her anymore. And I'll get, and I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to not want someone anymore. You Like, get used to not having her around because that's how I am. I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, that's a little bit opposite of what I thought it would be, but okay. So he wasn't afraid of, oh, she won't love me more. It's just, I'm afraid of going back to my old ways and not needing anyone anymore. Aww. Yeah. Dude, we should have, you know what? We should have, like, for a guest on this episode, we should have. Bring our dads? No. We should have. For, like, an alternative perspective, we should have had somebody on that was a planned child because it appears. <laughs> oh, true. The, oh, yeah. The only thing that <laughs> all of us have in common. That's so true. So, guys, we can have uh, Taika on. He was planned. Children don't go into the entertainment industry. Yeah. They're doctors. Yeah. Yeah. We interview a planned child. But, guys, you I remember really Isaac. Oh. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did want you him. Yeah, I wanted him oh, as did. a teenager. I was 17, and I was like, yeah, let's have a baby. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, we but need to wait until Isaac's, Isaac's a little Isaac's older. Pretty sure. Oh, yeah, we'll interview Isaac on being a planned child. <laughs> so what's it like but being planned? <laughs> I want to like, talk to somebody that their parents at, like, in their early 30s were like, let's have a baby together. We have a house already. We both have our career stable. Right. Like, how did they turn? Any of y'all planned children? Yeah, oh, they all know. Oh See, they're not in front of the camera. Okay, we're going <laughs> to get there. issues to be on this side of the camera. That's true. Yeah. Like, issues. how was that? What was it like having both parents in the picture? But guys, dude, whenever you're in the middle of that hot, steamy love making, wrap that bitch up because you might hash one of us and then you got to deal with this shit for the rest of your life. And <laughs> go into entertainment and shit and I have, like, personality uh, issues. Talk about you on, on camera. Yeah, yeah you see your kids' people. Instagram and it looks like they're having the best time, but they're calling you like, can you buy me a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, so true. That's is that the one thing we all have in common that we're like not really planned. That's yeah, my true. brother was planned. I could call him. He's oh, a yeah. plumber now. Oh, <laughs> oh good just, money. He has a regular job. Yeah. He has a kid. Oh, Casey He's was dead. planned. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we had something to prove. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think planned but children. Were, we were like, yeah. we're getting to this age. I don't give a 
shit. <laughs> somebody, somebody needs to do that. They need to have, uh, they need to have a controlled experiment. Three, three different children. One that's completely planned. One where one of the parents leaves, and then one that's oh just God. like a total accident from a one night stand. <laughs> Let me know oh, how that shit. turns out. I'm so curious. I think planned children are boring. Sorry, just had to say. So it. boring. <laughs> so, so basic. I know a planned one. He's like. Like he has like a great career and it's like his parents all have like that guy. Yeah, right? so boring. They take like Christmas photos. <laughs> they like every do their year. taxes. Yeah, and, right. Like, have insurance they do their and shit. They never got arrested. <laughs> Fucking whack. Ever. They have secure <laughs> relationships. <laughs> right. Same. Hug your daddies. Hug your mommies. Uh, let us know in the comments which dad are you. In the commies. Are you? <laughs> let us know in the commies. <laughs> I, I love you, dad. If you're watching, you're probably gonna watch. I love this, you too, dad. Oh, 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 papa. We get to all shout out a message to our dad. This week, all right, Judy, you start. All at the same time. One, two, three. I love, love you. you. <laughs> oh, she wanted to do all the, or she wanted to do one by one. No, that would have been my message. I have nothing Zero. to say. Oh, her, her message was silence. <laughs> Subscribe, silence. like, all that shit. Please we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, and also share this with your friends. Share it. I've seen so many people on Twitter. They'll be like, oh, what's a good podcast to listen to? And some of you guys go in and you respond to them. We hit yes, you back on the you. Big Mood account. Thank yeah. you. Share it. Oh, yeah. Check our right. merch. We got limited time. Our first time, first merch. First there's, a really, there's a really hot first girl. Time. There's a really hot girl that took a picture of herself half naked watching Big Mood. And it's, I, I oh, like I that. saw that one. Yeah, wow. It was, it was very nice. Mm, shout, out, shout out to Zena. <laughs> the warrior princess? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.